understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. Hey, y'all, what's up? And welcome back to The Stranded Face Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Hurley, and it is time for none other than 15 Minute Friday. And I am so ready to tell y'all about the last two weeks because I did something that I've committed to uh, this year, which if you haven't yet, please, please make it a conscious effort to at the very least attend one event a year, whether it's a women's event, an empowerment event, something where you can network, get to know other amazing people in a city that's not where you're from, and just get around. Like, it is life-changing when you force yourself to commit to getting to know strangers, opening your mouth, asking your questions that you have had suppressed that you feel like you'll sound like an idiot if you ask them aloud, and then meeting people that can fix your problems. So one of the most unique things about going to events like this, events that I've committed to attending is like, you could have a problem in your business or your side hustle or whatever it is that you're building right now or your goals. And it could be this one thing that is paralyzing you and stopping you. And you will be so surprised the likelihood of you running into someone or meeting someone if you open your mouth that does exactly what you don't know how to do. And so it's just, I feel like every time I go to an event, it's always a match made in heaven. I made, I meet at least one person that I'm like, wow, thank God I came here. And the best advice I ever got about committing to going event to events, because I know it's an investment, is that if you get one good nugget that can change your business or change your life, you could probably easily admit that it was worth the money you paid for it. So let's jump right in. Starting with the event I attended a few weeks ago, it was called Confidence Activated with Rachel Luna. And I'm jumping in with this because this episode is actually about something very serious that I learned personally at this event. And it just made me like, wow, I really have to share this with you guys because I think this is something we're all struggling with. So I'm gonna get real deep with y'all and tell you some things about your girl. Don't judge me, okay? Just don't judge me. (laughs) So I go to Confidence Activated with a friend of mine, Jaleesa Smith. She's from DC. Of course, you guys know I'm from Tampa. So we meet in Atlanta for this event with that's hosted by Rachel Luna. And I have to put a disclaimer out there and just be honest with you guys. I knew who Rachel Luna was, but I wasn't a huge follower of her. And that's just simply because she hadn't really caught my eye yet. Like I knew of her. I've seen her message a few times and was impressed, but I just wasn't like a super, it's not to say I wasn't, I was unimpressed. I just wasn't, didn't know much about her. So Jaleesa had bought the tickets and invited me and I was like, sure, I need to commit to going to these events. And so I met her up there and I go into this first part of the event, of course, semi-skeptical, which is crazy, right? Because I host my own events, which so this doesn't make any sense. But one thing I do as understand as an entrepreneur who has been growing in business the last three years is that whether you feel skeptical or not, these events are needed and required. I do my own event because I feel like they should be done a certain way. And I try to provide it and provide an event in the way that I would like to see them go. And I think that's what most entrepreneurs do. And I can always appreciate that. So I know it's required for growth. So of course, I go in here a little skeptical. Um, Boy, was I so, so wrong. Like this event was so well put together. 
top five events I've ever been to. It was beautiful. It was beautifully put together. The support team was outrageously strong. Like they just, everyone was welcoming. I was meeting people. The minute we walked in, the seating was perfect. You got gift bags. Like it was just, and this girl came out with, she had an MC, which I thought was the best thing ever. But this Rachel Luna came out with the most energy I've ever seen. And within a few hours, I realized that if I ever were to speak on stages, there's a lot of influencers out there. I pick and choose what I like about people not to say that I dislike them, but there's qualities. I love the way that people deliver speeches and articulate their intelligence on stages. And so there's certain things I like about certain people, but watching Rachel Luna, I was like, wow, I have found someone that I really would want to be just like. She's unapologetically herself. She delivers her message in a way that is so intelligent, so clear and concise and teachable, but also she's just so herself. And she's like, unapologetic about it unapologetic about it this is who I am oops I just cursed oh I love Jesus like just all of it and I was so there for it so I fell in love with her within a day and so by day two I was just ready to give it all up and she gives a lot of opportunities to ask questions on the mic and to her guests which I loved so much because I feel like someone attending an event like that even if they go and commit to saying, I'm going to really work on sacrificing to meet new people and change, um, may never get that from the event because it's one thing to go and get all lifted and then you have to go home and that doesn't really stay. It doesn't really work. That's just the beginning of the work. But it's another thing to go there and actually open your mouth and force yourself to meet new people and ask scary questions. And so she gave a lot of opportunities for people to literally just walk up to a mic and ask questions of her and her guests, which I thought was super powerful. And she had some really, really good guests. She had Angie Lee from the Angie Lee Show. She had Patrice Washington, the Money Maven. She had um, Tiffany Montgomery, who I respect a lot and literally preached the house down. Just some amazing, amazing guests. And so by day two, I was like, that's it. I'm opening my mouth, damn it. So (laughs) I got up there and decided that I was going to ask Angie Lee or tell Angie Lee that I had been a committed podcaster for over a year now and This had truly become my passion. I was already coaching other people in podcasting, helping other people in podcasting, and thought that I was doing well until I started creating podcasts and launching them for other entrepreneurs, which is a great business model. But when I had my first couple of clients, by the time I got to a big entrepreneur I was working with, which was Ronnie Brown. I launched her podcast and I saw her podcast numbers. Instead of being super excited about the opportunity to work with someone like that, I really struggled with fraud, the feeling of fraud. So what I mean by that is like, I now had a client that was amassing 20,000 downloads in a week or two, which was numbers I was nowhere near hitting in a few months. So I was just like, and she was calling me to ask me for advice about her podcast. And I was like, who do I think I am? I have a client now that is three times better than I am at podcasting. And I'm nowhere near that. Who am I to even say that I own a business that does this? And so I asked that question and Angie Lee gave me some really life-changing advice. You know, she... And she kind of put me on the spot. She asked me to explain what was different about what I was doing versus some of my other competitors, which I was fortunately prepared for. But the best advice I got of all was from someone in the audience. And I don't know if you guys know who Marshawn Marshawn Evans is. She is one of the most amazing women I followed for a long time. She has trademarked the the movement Godfidence and... She stood up and she'd been at the event all weekend 
because I think some of the speakers were her clients and just there to support sitting in the front row. And she stood up and said, I need you to understand something. And what she said next will probably change my life forever. And it changed my drive. It changed my clarity. It changed my focus. She said, you're what you're really saying without saying is you do feel fraudulent. And I understand that. But what you're saying is you started a podcast a year ago with the intent of sharing a message. And even though I'm sure you had good intention and wanted to change the world, you also probably thought you would be popular. And she's like, your message would become popular, you would become popular. And this would probably help you become and have some type of level of influence on social media. And she was like, but now you're helping other people that have influence and a personal brand on social media and helping them take their brand to the next level by helping them work a podcast. And she was like, and you're upset that you don't have the same. And I was like, no, 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 no. You know, like the whole Kevin Hart thing. And she was like, I'm not saying you're wrong for that. And she's like, but what I want you to understand. And she told a little bit about her life and how she started out as a female sports agent. And her first book deal actually didn't align with her brand at all. It came from one of her, her deals that she did as a sports agent. And she said, there there are a lot of people people out there trying to create a message and trying to be popular and thinking that that is worth something. And she said, but the difference between what they're doing and what you're doing is you just went from trying to be popular to being paid. And literally the whole audience gasped. And she said, you are going to be paid. And she said, and that is the underwriting in this message. She said, because if you set out to have a message through your podcast and it didn't work out as well as some of your clients are working, but now you're amassing all these heavy hitters in your agency to build their podcast and you continue your podcast and you now become the expert. She's like, you're a producer in this season. You are a producer in this season. She said, and then you are going to become a CEO or a founder of an agency that creates solutions for big, busy entrepreneurs. And then you have missed the mark if you don't think at that point you won't have influence. Y'all almost fell out. I could have passed out right there, left the event, went home and been happy. Like I was like, wow, wow. And then just to make matters worse, like not worse, but enhance this vision, we go back to the hotel room. My friend is like, this is insane. You just got like the highest level of clarity from someone that really knows what they're talking about, blah, 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 blah. And she pulls this book out of her backpack and it's called Dream Year, How to Leave the Job You Hate to Live a Life You Love. And she literally like starts thumbing through it really quickly. And I was like, I read something, I read something and you have to see it. And she hands it to me and I just have to read. I'm not going to read anything verbatim, but I'm I'm going to, I wanted to acknowledge the book and read in some experts excerpts out of it for you guys is that you can be a producer. You can be a producer. So it basically explains that people think that when they try to achieve something as the artist, as the main stage, as the main event, and that doesn't work out, they think that that's the only way to success. But instead, if you think about major music producers like Dr. Dre, Timbaland, Pharrell, like think about these people, they are fantastic artists. But if you said like, who's the hottest male rapper or male artist right now? I don't really think anyone's going to say either any of the three of them because they became even better producers. They've produced some of the hottest music out over the last couple of decades. There are people that can write, crunch numbers, do graphic designs, coordinate, organize, and manage. Those people are producers. 
Producers are visionaries. Like I think about all the times that someone told me like, you know, you're, you're such a visionary. You have such great ideas, but like, how do you actually go and implement them? And I've heard my friends say, I'm just a visionary, but I, I have trouble implementing things. So as the curator, as the producer, you can be the person that knows, was brought on this earth to direct people and hire those artists. This is why, and I'm cutting low, so I apologize if y'all think I'm mean, but this is why some of your, some of the biggest health companies, health and wellness, energy bars, like health bars, health companies, and then you see the CEO and they're the least healthiest looking person you've ever known. It's because they don't have to be an expert in the actual field. They can be an expert in coordinating and managing the people that are. Same thing with the music industry. It's also why universities that are meant for people to get college degrees were actually created by entrepreneurs. The colleges up until now didn't even have programs for entrepreneurs. This is also why they say former basketball players and former football players don't actually become the best coaches. Some people are, some of them are so good that they don't even know how to explain and teach the things that they're good at because it's a natural given talent. But there are some people that are just mediocre in the sport that become some of the best coaches and teachers because they're very clear on how to direct and teach those efforts. Y'all, this level of clarity, like I know popularity sounds so vain. And some people are like, well, I'm not out here trying to be popular. Y'all, I wasn't either. I was never like, when am I going to be popular? I just always felt internally that I had a message to share and I knew it was powerful enough to change lives. So I was trying to figure out how to get on the platform and share it with the world. But if if I'm in a season to produce those stories and those chapters for others, it's not my season right now. It's not my assignment. And I'd be a fool to think that what this really looks like on the outside in is I had this little tiny dream that looked like a a seed of a plant. And God said, took it back and said, I'm going to take it, hold on to it. Show me that you can grow this and I will give you back a grown plant. And I know that's a stupid analogy, but what I'm trying to explain is I feel like he took my teeny tiny dream and said, my dream for you is way bigger. I'm going to give you a much more massive platform because you're going to curate the stories and these artists that are telling these massive stories for these massive platforms and be the curator of all of it. And if you think that I won't give you a platform to stand on and talk to the masses at that point, you're a fool. At the end of the day, aren't we just doing God's work anyway? Like, I was never out here to be popular. I just wanted to spread a message. But at the end of the day, based on our stability, sustainability, what we need to survive, finances are necessary. And at the end of the day, all these popular influencers, I promise y'all, it's a struggle for them to get paid. It is a struggle. You can get paid to speak here and there. You can get paid to do a few things. But if you don't find something to get paid for your worth. Like, I know y'all saw that story that was all over social media that said that there was an influencer with a million followers and she tried to create a t-shirt line and only sold 36 t-shirts and struggled to sell the rest. These influencers' lifestyles look really, really good, but they're really, really hard to keep up with. And so this one smacked me in the face. Like, you were given a talent No, you were given an idea. You created a talent from it. And out of that talent has become something that I've been able to teach the masses. And now I can help people teach the masses by giving them this skill that I have, which is launching and growing their podcasts. This is the season I'm in. I'm a producer. You might be a producer too. 
This is why your friends probably tell you that you know how to delegate well or you know how to manage well. I have a friend that is a killer when it comes to you tell her your mess in your business and she will literally clear that thing out, straighten it out, line up your workflow, tell you how to delegate what you should and should not be doing. Her job, her in life, I swear her purpose in life, she was put on this earth to direct the efforts of others. And so while you're thinking or wondering why you're struggling in this whole effort to Am I a makeup artist? Am I a fitness guru? Am I this? Am I, should I be teaching business? Should I be teaching that? I think you truly need to worry about how to turn your passion into being paid versus being popular. You have a gift already. You have something that you've been doing that is clear, cut, and dry that you could multiply and scale and bring to this world. But I think somewhere along the lines, we get confused and get stuck on being popular And I don't know about y'all, but if I've learned anything in the last two weeks, I'm trying to be paid. So before you iron out your next business idea, your next step, your next move, I want to tell you happy Friday by telling you, make sure you seek more than just validation before you move forward so that you can be paid. Happy 15 minute Friday. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.